Welcome to Fantasy or Reality, the GPP. Whatever road you took to get here doesn't matter. What matters is you're here. My hope is that we all can help one another in this journey. Hello, friends. Back for another Tale from the Roads, or whatever you want to call this. Um, tried to adjust a few things. Hopefully the volume will be up a little bit. Uh, I was talking to a, fellow, a friend of mine that attends uh, the same meeting as, uh, as I do, and uh, he said it sounded all right. Just the levels were a little bit low. So uh, I'm going to try this. Hopefully this sounds better. Let's see. Let's see. I hope it is. Thank you. Um, anyways, so I'm out here waiting to get into a stop. I got about a half an hour to kill here, so I figured, why not? Let's give it another shot here. Let's get some more of these podcasts up. So, um, yeah, so the topic today is, is going to be, uh, you know, from uh, it's going to focus around health and fitness, working out, all that fun stuff, and how I uh, have equated it. Uh, it's, you know, I see it similar to like your path of recovery, like at least for myself, how, um, you know, for me, I, uh, started off by just doing like listening to a podcast and going to a meeting and then slowly building it up and working on it. And, um, almost like seeing like the daily improvements and how I was bettering myself each day and I could see the improvements each day. And as the months were going along, you know, it was a slow progress, but, you know, over a year and a half later, I can see from day one till now the progress I've made, and I can see if I continue on this path, path that uh, I'll only continue to grow as a person and, and get better and, and stronger in my recovery, and it's the same thing with physical fitness. Um, you know, I worked out off and on from probably the age of 18 until, I don't know, 28, and of course, there were periods where I where I wasn't. Um, times where I'd gotten into drug addictions, or times where uh, life just got crazy, or whatever it was, and where I put my health and fitness and working out on the back burner. But I'd say probably 16 months ago, whatever it was, back in July of last year, 2021, I really rededicated myself to uh, physical fitness and working out and the same thing with my recovery, you know, like where I was doing one thing, like I was just saying before and building up, that's kind of what I did with my health and fitness where I would, um, you know, I first started out by just doing push-ups and pull-ups at home. You know, when, when I first started out again, I was probably 230 pounds. You know, I would do 20, 30 push-ups. I would be sore. I'd be tired. I'd do, you know, five, 10 pull-ups. I'd be sore. I'd be tired. You know, and I'd be sore for days afterwards after doing like a 20, 30 minute workout of doing sets. But uh, of course, I gradually progressed and uh, started making better food choices and started making uh, better lifestyle choices and whatnot, taking vitamins, eating healthier, cooking my meals for work, taking uh, healthy food with me so I don't buy garbage out on the road. Um, you know, and now. If I do those body weight exercise workout days, you know, now I'm starting out doing 80 to 100 uh, push-ups for my first set. I'm doing 500 push-ups uh, for a workout. I'm able to do, you know, 30 pull-ups on my first set, and I try to get to like 100 or 200 pull-ups, you know, when I do my body weight stuff at home. Um, 
you know, this isn't like a fitness workout podcast or whatever. Maybe one day I'll go, go more into depth what I do, but I typically go to work, uh, three, four days a week because we have a gym there. So I'll go before I start work and, uh, I'll work out there. Um, hitting different muscle groups throughout the day, um, throughout the day, throughout the workout. Um, I don't know for me, like it's, it's been super important and impactful for me because, you know, when I started, I, like I said, I was like around two thirty, and was weak and didn't, you know, my muscles had, you know, weren't what they were when I was in my twenties. I'm 38 now, but, uh, you know, now I'm, you know, around like 192, 193. So I've lost close to 40 pounds and I put on a bunch of muscle and gotten much stronger. But that didn't happen overnight. That didn't happen from a day of workouts or a week of workouts or a month of workouts. It's from making good choices on a daily basis. Like I think I've mentioned in past podcasts where it's like, there's some days where I don't want to get up that 30, 40 minutes early, but I'll drag my butt out of bed go and start working out. And even if I have a, you know, not a great workout, it's still one step in the right direction. So getting from 230 pounds down to 192 and, you know, changing my physique, the way I look, the way I feel, it was all just making a good choice that day. You know, just deciding I'm going to work out today. I'm going to do a better workout today. I'm going to push myself. I'm going to go to exhaustion. I'm going to go to failure. Um, I'm going to make the better food choice. I'm going to take time to cook my meals. I'm going to take time to make the right food choice. I'm, you know, in the past, you know, as a truck driver, you know, I would, uh, almost never make my lunches. I would always, you know, buy food. So the best thing I was going to eat out is a, is a sandwich. So what's that? You know, you got the bread, you got some processed meat, you've got whatever sauce you're going to put on with filled with salts or sugars and, you know, and that's the best option that you're going to get, you know, as a truck driver. I mean, what are you going to do? Stop at Burger King? Terrible. What are you going to stop, you know, and get a slice of pizza? No good. Um, or I'd buy, you know, donuts and uh, bagels and whatever, all the garbage that you get at, you know, gas stations and gro- like uh, delis and whatnot. That's, that's what I would subsist on. You know, I'd eat cereal in the morning. I'd eat uh, everything I was just saying throughout the day. So not only am I spending a lot of money on garbage food, I'm I'm not eating anything good for me. I wasn't taking vitamins. But, you know, now I start out with with oatmeal in the morning, throw some blueberries on that. I'll have a a protein bar or or muscle milk or something like that after I do my workout. Bring some pistachios with me. I, I cook chicken rice, broccoli that I can eat throughout the day. So, you know, I'm making good food choices. That also doesn't mean that I'm perfect. I don't ever expect to be perfect when it comes to that. And to me, that has never worked for me. And I, I, I wouldn't think that would work for most people. I'm sure I can't even talk. So for me, like I give myself a break where once a week, you know, you can call it a cheat meal, a cheat day, you know, I'll have pizza or something like that on a Friday. I'll have a sandwich or something like that. I'll have a dessert once a week or maybe twice a week, you know, we'll make pancakes over the weekend. So I'm not eating super perfect, but I, I give myself, you know, a a break with that. You know, uh, I'm not training to be a Mr. Olympia or going to some bodybuilding contest, but I, I've definitely lost a lot of weight. 
I definitely look a lot better and feel a lot better than I probably ever have. Um, you know, I'm 38 and I feel and look better than I, than I ever did in my twenties. Um, aside from when I was like 20, 21 and used the old testosterone there, a little decadurabolin and the windstroll and all that, you know? So, uh, but now it's just, just the workouts, just, uh, eating healthy, eating as clean as possible, but, you know, also realizing I'm not going to be perfect and not getting down on myself and say, I do have a two, three day period where I might have a bag of chips, you know, at the end of the day or a bag of pretzels or, you know, have pancakes two days in a row on the weekends or something like that. Or, you know, I don't get down on myself. And like in the, in the past, I may have just said, ah, screw it. I'm already eating crappy. I might as well keep eating crappy. I just say, all right, I'll just make a better choice. The next meal, not, not tomorrow, not the next day, not next week the next right choice. The next time I have a, a, uh, the ability to make the right choice, that's what I'm going to do. So I don't get hard on myself. And, uh, you know, it's the same way I can equate it to, uh, recovery stuff. You know, I see a lot of people talking about relapsing and, and having a hard time dealing with debts and having a hard time dealing with, uh, just a lot that comes along, especially with early recovery. And, you know, if you have a relapse or something like that, don't get so down on yourself. Just, you know, it's not like you're starting back over at day one, you know, at least knowledge wise. Um, if you've been in GA or some type of support program before, you've, you've learned a lot. You're, you, you typically are learning about yourself. You're trying to change yourself. So even though the, the day counter technically is reset, you're not starting from day one again. So, you know, be easy on yourself. Give yourself a break. Um, all of us who are in recovery have relapsed a thousand times. Um, to varying degrees, um, you know, I tried to stop many times on my own, never worked, you know, thankfully I've been fortunate enough that since I've entered into recovery over 18 months ago, I have not had a relapse. I haven't had any urges to gamble. Um, but I've also really dedicated myself this time around. I never wanted to feel that way again. You know, I, of course, I don't want to lose my family. I don't want to lose my wife. I don't want to lose all the good things in life. I want to be a good husband, a good father, all that stuff. But I also don't ever want to feel how I did, especially in the last year of my addiction ever again. And to do that, I have to make those daily right decisions for myself, whether it be making my Monday night meeting or listening to a podcast about recovery or even just uh, listening to something that makes me laugh or having a good conversation with a friend or my wife or, you know, putting the phone down. I mean, the amount of people I see staring at their phones constantly. I mean, have a conversation. Get off TikTok. Get off Facebook. Get off social media. It's, you know... It can be good for short spurts of time, but the amount of people I see on a daily basis just staring at their phones while I'm driving down the road or while I'm making deliveries to customers, it's its alarming. Um, so, you know, putting my phone down, spending time with my kids, you know, sometimes even just sitting and just thinking, looking at what's around me, um, playing my guitar, 
doing a podcast, working out. Um, it's like I said, same thing with the physical fitness and all that. It's like, uh, you know, I, uh, I make the right choice to, to, to go and work out, even if I'm tired, you know, cause sometimes I got to get up at three, three thirty in the morning. I got to start work at five a lot of times. So I got to get in at four twenty or four thirty to get a workout in. So, you know, getting up an extra 30, 40 minutes early is not easy, but I make the choice to do that because I want this end result. I want to feel better and look better and that's one of those things that helps improve my mental state. When I feel better and when I look better, like my mind is better. My mind is stronger. I can be proud of what I've done, not only because of the outward appearance, but you know, it's, I've made all of these right choices over and over and over again. Went to the gym, ate right that day, went to the, like every day I'm trying to work out and eat right. And of course there's going to be little slips and trips up, trip ups along the way. But uh, by looking how I look now, I can look at myself and say, this is the result of all this hard work, which is the same thing you can see and tell yourself when you've put some time into recovery and you can see the changes in yourself and your mindset from all the hard work you've done. Uh, I was like literally just talking about this with my wife before. Um, I was thinking back to a, uh, a trip that her and I and my first son took years back um, to Philadelphia and she sent me some pictures cause I didn't have them on my phone. I was looking at it and like looking at how I had been for probably the last 10 years before this, like how overweight I had gotten and not realizing how overweight I was. And, you know, I knew I wasn't in shape and I knew I was overweight and whatnot, but, uh, I just couldn't believe where I, I was, you know, I did not look good. I did not feel good you know, mentally and physically for quite a long time. And I'm looking at these pictures and I'm like, oh my God, is that really what I looked like? You know, geez, I wish somebody said, dude, put the French fries down there, man. Come on, eat a salad or something. <laughs> um, but uh, I can look at those pictures and yeah, I may, I, I can laugh a little bit and say, damn, I can't believe I looked like that. But I can also be like very proud of myself and say, look at all this hard work I've done over this last year and a half. I've gone to the gym three, four, five days a week, work out at home, eat well. And uh, it makes a difference. And by making those right choices every day, whether it's with your recovery, whether it's with working out, whether it's with trying to develop a new hobby like playing music or whatever, um, I remember seeing a post on Reddit um, where someone had asked, you know, now that you don't gamble, what do you do with that time and how do you fill that time up? Well, for me, I either listen to podcasts, I play my guitar, I spend time with family, or I spend time working out. Uh, and these are all the things that work for me. I mean, the things that work for me may not work for the next person, but I really would suggest for anyone coming into any kind of recovery program at all, whether it's drug, alcohol, gambling, whatever, like physical fitness and getting into this mindset has helped me greatly, just as much as one-on-one -on -one therapy, just as much as meetings. I, uh, I couldn't imagine not having this in my life. It makes me feel good. When I start that workout, I feel great. 
so many times I'll get to the gym in the morning, tired, like I get to work and I'm like, man, I wish I just want to sit here for an extra half an hour and sleep. But the second I get in the gym, the second I get that first set in, I'm so happy I did it. I start feeling great. I wake right up. I feel great about feeling that pump and that tightness and um, the, uh, the pride in knowing that I made the right choice. This was this is this is where I want to be. I want to keep going. I want to uh, keep losing body fat, keep building muscle, keep getting stronger, and uh, building a stronger physical body and having a stronger uh, mental state. So the gym is where I build the physical body and my meetings, my occasional therapy. You know the podcast. Everything I do is how I build my my mental therapy. So you know. I would suggest giving it a shot. You know, you don't have to be doing 500 push-ups. You don't have to be benching 300 pounds. You don't have to be squatting 300 pounds. You don't have to be doing all this crazy stuff to start out with. I wouldn't even suggest that. I honestly would suggest just starting out with some push-ups, pull-ups, dips, body weight stuff, some stretching, whatever. Um, Even if, uh, you know, just set a little goal in your mind. Just say, I want to do 10 push-ups right now. I want to do... I want to get to 100 push-ups. So if you got to do 10 sets of 10 or 20 sets to get there, just do it. You know, you, you might be sore for a couple of days. When I first started, I remember the first couple of times when I, you know, this is what I did. I wanted to get to 100 push-ups. I could do 20 to start out with maybe, and then I would be sore for four or five days afterwards. But that will go away. Your body will get used to it. Your body will recover, and it will get easier. Just... Start out with those push-ups, the little pull-up bars. You can get them for, you know, probably 20, 30 bucks from Dick's or Walmart or wherever. You know, throw that in a door jam. Just start doing some pull-ups, you know, start doing dips. You can put two chairs together and put your feet up on one, put your hands on the other and do dips. Um, Even just doing that stuff, getting, you know, 5, 10, 20-pound weights. But even if you don't want to go to that point, just doing push-ups, pull-ups, and dips for a while and just... See how that makes you feel. If that doesn't make you feel better and feel better about yourself doing that for a few weeks and just feeling the strength that you'll get, feeling the pride that you'll get for making the right choice, you know, I I know most of us probably just want to sit on the couch and relax. You know, I work 12 to 16 hours a day. I work 65 to 70 hours a week, but I will still make time to do these four to five workouts every single week. Because it helps me. It helps my mind state. I feel good seeing where I am today. And I know it's going to be continued progress. I know when I'm 40, I'll look better than I do now when I'm 38. Because I'm not stopping this. Just like I'm not stopping my recovery. You know, I, I've i learned how to balance these things. I've learned how to balance my recovery life. I've learned how to, learned how to balance my workout life, my family life, my music life. And, uh... It's just picking a few things that really bring you joy and stuff that you know is positive for you. Um, at least that's what's worked for me. I, you know, I can't speak for everyone, but from what I've seen in my meetings and I've seen throughout my time in this recovery, the, the people who are successful find the things that make them happy, work on those things, and then also incorporate the recovery life and do the true work the true vulnerability, it's taking responsibility for our actions and, and, 
working on it in a way that works for us, whether it's going to in-person GA meetings, whether it's doing online Zoom meetings, um, whether it's just doing one-on-one -on -one therapy. You know, I've tried all these things and I now incorporate them in a certain way that works for me. I incorporate them in a time that works for me, the amount of times I go and do these things now, because it's not going to be the same one month is as it is one year in. But you'll you'll assess that and you'll figure that out as you're going. Um, and it's the same thing, like I said, with the physical fitness and just finding things that you like. I love going hiking. I love uh, working out. I love playing my guitar. I love hanging out with my family. I love going for drives with my family through the mountains. I love just going to sit at a lake with my family. I, I, uh, I love just sitting down playing board games. Last night, you know, we, me, my wife, and my older son played Monopoly for like an hour, and it was awesome. We had so much fun together. Um, my younger son, he's hasn't grasped the game just yet, but that's all right. He was still having a fun time being silly, and, you know, I couldn't do any of these things. I couldn't enjoy these if I didn't do all these other things, including the recovery, including the meetings, and the stuff that makes me feel good about myself. And, you know, at first I saw these pictures, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I looked like that. But now that I'm thinking about it, like I said, I... I'm proud of where I've come, how far I've come, and the progress will continue. And uh, all these things put together is, is why I, I am the way I am today. So I'm never going to stop these things. I'll always do my Monday night meetings. I'm always going to work out in some form or fashion. You know, even if I'm 80 years old and I'm just doing push-ups, I don't care. This is what works for me. And you got to find what works for you because this is not a cookie cookie cutter thing. It's not the same for everyone. But I would suggest for anyone to give uh, physical fitness a try. If you're not sure of what to do, if you're not sure where to begin when it comes to nutrition and physical fitness, working out, all that stuff, feel free to reach out to me. I can tell you what I do. I can tell you what works for me. And um, I can point you in the right direction. Because um, I want everyone to get to a point to where I'm at today, uh, physically and mentally, because I've never felt better about who I am in my life, and uh, it's all because of the, the hard work I do in the gym, on my guitar, with my family, all this stuff we've been talking about in this one, so I'm going to wrap it up, because I'm going to have to get up in that warehouse soon, but uh, I hope there's not too much background noise, I hope it sounds alright. Thank you all for listening. Be good to yourselves and each other. Here's where to get help. You can call or text 1-800-522-4700. That's the National Council on Problem Gambling. Or you could call 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. This is where I found... Um, the link to my therapist through my local counselor and then also we cannot forget our affected others my wife goes to Gammonon every week and it's been a huge help to her so anyone in your life who you feel like needs help or you've affected through your gambling you can go to gammonon.org g-a-m-dash-a-n-o-n.org the number is 718-352-1671